the G3 Church Network exists to allow churches with similar theological and philosophical convictions to join together for cooperative church planting, the production of practical local church resources, and mutual encouragement. Network churches are added to our church map, enjoy conference discounts, and benefit from cooperation with other like-minded churches. If you are a conservative Baptist church with Reformed soteriology and ecclesiology, we would love for you to join us in the G3 Church Network. Visit g3min.org network to apply. Articles from G3 Ministries. Gender Theory. Where did it come from? Written and recorded by Virgil Walker. As the transgender movement celebrates great strides in the culture, teen girls are often hurt most as double mastectomies are being performed on otherwise healthy girls as young as 13 years old. Several studies have shown that the rise in gender dysphoria among teens has increased in correlation to media stories about transgenderism. While correlation doesn't equal causation, the question must be asked, where did this come from? It was only a few years ago that we understood the basics of anthropology, anatomy, biology, and gender. It was common knowledge that boys can't be girls and girls can't be boys. Today, however, making statements like these can get you removed from your favorite social media platform or worse. While this recourse may seem mild, there are more severe penalties being imposed. A school lawsuit over gender pronouns. Rosemary Rabideau learned about the nature of those penalties the hard way when on May 15, 2022, she received a call from the principal of Kyle Middle School where her 13-year-old son, Braden attends. Principal Mike Hendricks called to warn Mrs. Rabideau that she would be receiving an email with allegations of sexual harassment charges against her son. Like any concerned parent, upon hearing the term sexual harassment, Ms. Rabideau immediately began thinking of rape, inappropriate touching, or something of the kind. Mrs. Rabideau was shocked to learn that her son and two other boys would be charged with berating a non-binary classmate who screamed abuse at the three students for using female pronouns instead of gender-neutral ones. The middle school is located in Kyle, Wisconsin, hardly a mecca of liberalism. However, school officials agree that the misgendering of this student is a Title IX violation. According to the administration, the use of a wrong pronoun is automatically punishable speech under Title IX. Braden's mom, Rosemary, said this, quote, the, This is middle school. These guys are kids. They're learning how to interact with each other. And they've been taught all their life to see a girl and use pronouns she and her. They don't understand using plural pronouns for one student, end quote. The family is fighting the damaging impact of the charge in the courts. New York City penalizes speech. In New York City, there's a new legal standard governing discrimination based upon gender identity and gender expression. The law, however, does more than simply provide equal protection for transgender individuals regarding equal employment, hiring practices, and housing. The New York City Commission on Human Rights Legal Enforcement Guidance states that the following issues can be grounds for legal and civil action. One, 
the intentional or repeated refusal to use a person's name, pronouns, or title. For example, repeatedly calling a transgender woman him or Mr. after she has made it clear that she uses her or she and MX or mix. Number two, refusal to use a person's name, pronouns, or title because they do not conform to gender stereotypes. For example, insisting on calling a non-binary person Mr. after they have requested to be called Mix, MX. Number three, providing a person from using prohibiting a person rather from using a particular program or facility because they do not conform to gender stereotypes. For example, a woman's shelter may not turn away a transgender woman because she looks too masculine. Number four, prohibiting a transgender person from using the single gender program or facility most aligned with their gender identity. For example, a public university cannot prohibit a transgender man from using the men's restroom. Number five, forcing a transgender, non-binary, gender non-conforming, or intersex person to use a single occupancy restroom instead of a shared restroom. Now, these punishments for the punishment for violating any of these codes will allow the New York City Commission to impose civil penalties of up to 125,000 for violations and up to 250,000 for violations resulting from the quote willful, wanton, or malicious conduct end quote. The first black woman Supreme Court justice, what is a woman? Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson was hailed as the most highly qualified nominee for the Supreme Court in years. From the beginning of the Biden presidency, Joe Biden made it clear that he would nominate a black woman to the first open vacancy on the Supreme Court. I've previously written about this form of discriminatory hiring practice. As the media celebrates this triumph, Ketanji Brown Jackson is the first black woman to serve the court in its 232-year history. Furthermore, she's only the fourth woman to serve on the court. Despite this, Jackson had difficulty answering a simple question. What is a woman? Can you define what a woman is? Jackson would respond by saying, I'm not a biologist. How did we get here? It was after World War II that French feminist Simone de Beauvoir had a different idea about femininity and gender roles. In 1949, Bavar would write the book, The Second Sex, where she challenged gender roles for women. Bavar begins her book by stating the obvious when she writes, quote, science and philosophy assumed that society's prevailing opinion about men and women were grounded in sex so that the gender corresponded to sex, end quote. Bavar acknowledges that the etymology of the word gender has always been connected to biological sex. The, um, all modern science and philosophy presupposed this truth. Undeterred, however, Simone de Beauvoir would be the first to introduce the foundational idea that, quote, one is not born, but rather becomes a woman, end quote. This idea would serve as the catalyst to separating sex from gender. In Bavar's worldview, there is a difference between gender, society's prevailing opinions about what men and women should be, and sex or biology, the seemingly immutable characteristics of the body. Bavar aimed to deconstruct every traditional role and societal expectation designed for women, i.e. marriage, childbearing, 
and homemaking. Advancing the ideas of Simone de Beauvoir was second wave feminist Shulamith Firestone, who would champion her cause in her book, The Dialectic of Sex in 1970. This book, Firestone would write, quote, just as the end goal of socialist of a socialist revolution was not only the elimination of economic class privilege, but of economic class distinction itself. So the end goal of feminist revolution must be not just the elimination of male privilege, but the sex distinction itself. Genital differences between human beings would no longer matter culturally, end quote. Firestone's work would be followed by postmodern third-wave feminist Judith Butler, who broke new ground advancing gender theory in 1990 with her book, Gender, Trouble, Feminism, and the Subversion of Identity. In this book, Butler writes, quote, there is, a, there is no reason to assume that gender ought to remain as two. The presumption of a binary gender system implicitly retains the belief in a mimetic relation of gender to sex, whereby gender mirrors sex or is otherwise restricted by it. Butler continues, quote, if the immutable character of sex is contested, perhaps this construct called sex is as culturally constructed as gender. Indeed, perhaps it was always already gender with the consequence that the distinction between sex and gender turns out to be no distinction at all, end quote. The idea Butler is being is that since there's been determined that, a gen that gender is a social construct, perhaps sex or biology can also be altered. Recalling Bouvard's work, Butler writes, quote, if there's something right in Bouvard's claim that one is born but rather becomes a woman, it follows that woman itself is a term in process, a becoming, a constructing that cannot rightfully be said to originate or to end, end quote. From Bavar in 1949 to Butler in 1990, the ideas of these women lay a foundation for much of what we encounter today in our gender-confused world. Far from a complete historical tour of all the gender theory influencers, these feminist women led the way. If Beauvoir and Butler are the mothers of gender theory, the father of gender theory can arguably be said to be John Money. A study of John Money's cases are far too graphic for this blog. The legacy of John Money can be rightly attached to the tragic outcome in the case of the Raymer twins. In August 1967, Brian and David, twin boys, were born to Ron and Janet Raymer. After a surgical accident, David would be the first to undergo reassignment surgery, and the results were tragic. God created them male and female. The confusion inflicted upon the culture by these false ideologies stems from the fact that sinful men and women have decided to suppress the truth they know in unrighteousness because they love their sin, Romans 1, 18 through 23. While the current expression of gender theory began only 70 years ago, Christians recognize that the root of the confusion started from the beginning as we read, Genesis, as we read in Genesis chapter 3. The same serpent who challenged Eve in the garden by asking, has God said, is still working through the minds and lives of those I've mentioned above. 
The truth on the issue of gender identity is that the God of the Bible has never wavered, and neither should you. Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and of the heavens, and over all the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Genesis 1, 26 and 27. You can read this post at g3men.org.